Okay, I have to start recording. Even though I, there's not a Bible in sight, it's just we need to... Some things I just need to start recording for you kids. Just to... Record it for posterity. Is that the is that the phrase? I think that's the phrase. Um, so today was it January twentieth? Um, regular day. I it's a Thursday, so I I, I pick you guys up at school, and or after, I pick you guys up after school. Thursdays the days I pick you up. Mondays and Thursdays and. Um, so today, uh, we rode, me and the entrepreneur rode bikes to her school. It was really foggy, and she, you had a ball. You were so excited, and you kept saying there are icicles on your eyelashes. There, there weren't. There was just, but it was so, it was so wet outside, so misty, that there are like little dew drops on your eyes uh, when we finally got there. And I believe there were ice crystals on your gloves, but... It was a really cool uh, bike ride. But after school, um, and this is one of the few times we let you ride your bike home, which you did great. Still, I'm just stressing out, just tracking um, your phone on my phone app. Uh, every, every like, 40 feet, it'll, it'll show where you are. Um, but when I got, when I was picking you guys up, I pick up the spy in his after-school class. He has after-school club. Um, and this club is there because kindergarten isn't all day. Kindergarten ends at 150 or 1250, depending on whether you're in cla class A or class B. And I think you're in class A. So, so you've been in this class since 1250. I pick up, you know, two hours later, you're just hanging out. And when I walked up on the class, cause it's in the kindergarten yard. You know, it's fenced up. You can see it, see it from the street. All you were doing was you were um, the spy, the youngest. You were hanging around this little girl. Well, I'm not going to say her name just for an anonymity. That would be inappropriate. Um, but you're, you were just standing next to her. Just, you guys were just talking. And I signed you out, and you came running out and said, Hey, i got to go get something for her. I was like, What? I was like, Okay, fine, just go. You just kept saying, No, i got to go get something. i got to go get something. It's like, fine, just go, just stop bothering me. That's how I felt, you know. So you ran around the corner, around the the auditorium where they do all the, the um, events, like assemblies and lunch and stuff like that. It's called the NPR or something, multi, oh, the multi-purpose room. And I didn't, I was like walking around and I was thinking, what is he doing? So I have your backpack, I have your, um, uh, water bottle and I see you're looking around on the ground I was like oh my god and I figured it out almost immediately I was very proud of myself you were looking for flowers you sweetheart you were looking for flowers to give to this little girl and you're like I gotta find flowers I gotta find flowers for her and come to find out I, I started talking to you a little bit afterwards and um and I just dropped you off at gymnastics right now and you're saying how you and this little girl were trying to figure out how to do a play date at another school, um, the playground, which was really nice, and you, you and her decided that I was going to make you guys peanut butter and jelly sandwiches during this play date. I'm just moving some stuff around the car, that's all that ambient noise. Um, so I'm already involved. I'm, I guess I'm the caterer to this, to this, uh, love affair, and, uh, 
you found a bunch of little flowers, like little daisies, or not daisies, but you know, like in the weeds, they, they, they could sprout flowers. And found a bunch of those. You ran over, you gave it to her, and I took photos of it all. Um, and then she, you saw her. I, I saw her walking away, like glowing, because she was, had like flowers. And and then you got more flowers for her. And I was like, pal, I think you know, quit while you're ahead. And you still, like, you gave them to like the teacher. It's like he's like, please. And you said, please give this to her. There's more. I found more flowers for her. So anyways, that was very adorable. And I just, I had to, I had to say, state that. So it was, it was great. It was great. I'm telling more and more people about this podcast, which is worrisome. So I really don't want you guys to find out about it until you're older. So I got to close my mouth about it. Anyways, just heading back home. The entrepreneur will be going to the gymnastics place that the spy is at because the owner of the place, um, her name is Gigi. I mean, that's what everybody calls her. Yeah, I think I call her that too. I think her name's Ginger, but... So, um, Gigi asked if the entrepreneur could, you know, uh, work at her gymnastics studio, and so, you've been doing that, but I don't think she's paying her, I think it's just a volunteer, so, I, which, I don't care, the entrepreneur really loves going there, you, she, you did it once last Saturday, so I don't know if you're going to do it again this Saturday or not, but, this Saturday, I am going hiking, one of my very good friends, who's a philosophy professor, for his birthday every year, he does a 22-mile hike from a place in the East Bay, through the East Bay Hills, to a brewery 22, 23 miles away. It's a, it's a hike, and halfway through with the hike, last time, I stopped because I, I got a 102, 103 degree fever. And so I, I just said, hey, I gotta stop. I, I can't do this anymore. And he was like, oh, my, you know, my friend was like, why? And there's a bunch of other people there. I was like, I cannot go any, more, any further. And I could push my body pretty well, but I hiked about 10 or 12 miles, and then I was done. But I'm going to redeem myself this Saturday. And you're probably asking me, you're probably wondering, I wonder if Dad uh, is just walking more, or maybe stretching more, or, like, getting in better shape, you know, eating better just for this hike. And the answer is uh, absolutely not. None of that is happening. But I did have a cold a few weeks ago, so I don't think I'm going to get sick again. I wasn't feeling the best last time, and as memory serves me, I believe I was drinking a bunch of Mountain Dews and Snickers the whole time. So maybe not do that this time. We'll see. But I'm, I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to prevail. Whew. Anyways, just a few minutes. I just want to talk to you kids about some just amazing memories. This is the whole point of being a parent, aside from, you know, training you up to be adults. I mean, not the whole point, but this is the best part of being a parent. These cute memories that I will never forget. I'll be on my deathbed, and I'm going, and it's going to cross my mind, uh, the spy getting uh, flowers for his little friend. So... I'm going to pause it now. I'm just parking, and i got to make dinner, and I'm not going to be reading anything just yet. But, uh, but, uh, just saying that.
I will see you guys soon. Think, think we're gonna be reading Joshua 12 through 15. I think that's a good chunk. Um, so Joshua really was the man. And, you know, I, I noticed that from just the, the way Scripture details him. And, you know, Joshua and Israel they mention, you know, destroyed these people. Joshua and Israel destroyed these people or conquered these people. So. Moses chose right, and God ordained it. It's a pretty, pretty powerful statement Joshua's making, and uh, he's giving all the glory to God. That's important, you know. Paul says later on, you know, it's, it's faith. It's, it's a salvation by faith, not by works, so you, so you don't have to boast. Uh, that's, we're going to unpack that one day, you know, maybe in a few months when we get through, uh, you know, we go through... First or second Corinthians. That's where I think he said it. So, love you. And uh, we're going to start talking soon, but I got to hit pause right now. All right, I'm back. I'm actually back in my office. Um, it's like 5 a.m. It's like really, really early. And I, uh, I couldn't sleep. But, and then all these kids started coming into our bedroom, which also wasn't helpful. It was cute. But, uh, not helpful to me getting back to sleep, so the child number three, the king, he came into our bed, and then child number two came in a little bit later and then wedged himself between me and child three, and then half hour later she'd be yelling child number four. Who never, who rarely comes to our bed, I shouldn't say never, he rarely comes to our bed, came into our bed and was just cuddling with me, which he almost never does, and he, um, and he was just cuddling there, it was cute, but, uh, I was just holding him, and I kissed him on the forehead, and I think it woke him up, and I was like, oh, sorry, and I didn't think you were awake, and you, and you just whispered, it's okay, and then you started giggling for like 30 seconds. It's like, oh my gosh, it's probably a good sign for me to leave because I'm going to keep you up by just holding you and kissing you on the forehead. So, just decided to walk to the office. I'm just making coffee on my Keurig. Oh, gosh. I have to send some, to send some discovery out today. And I would typically just record and then walk home, but but I uh, decided to substitute teach at your kid's school today to help a teacher out who is on paternity leave, which is exciting for him, first child. Very good teacher. He um, never assigned homework to um, when, when he taught our uh, namesake last year during the year of hell. The year we did nothing but distance learning until the very end, where it was a very complicated schedule, which I, I still don't understand. But coffee's brewing. Let's get into uh, chapter 12, Joshua. Pause. This is not good. 
Bye. <clears throat> and there will be pauses in this podcast to walk and get my coffee and all that. So, chapter 12. Now these are the kings of the land whom the people of Israel defeated and took possession of their land beyond the Jordan, toward the sunrise from the valley of the Arnon to Mount Hermon, with all the Arab eastward. Sihon, king of the Amorites, who lived at Heshbon and ruled over Aror, which is on the edge of the valley of the Arnon and from the middle of the valley, as far as the river Jabbok and the boundary of the Ammonites. This is half of Gilead and the Arabah to the Sea of Chinneroth, eastward in the direction of Beth Jeshemoth, Sea of the Araba, or Araba, the Salt Sea, southward to the foot of the slopes of Pisgah, and Og, king of Bashan, one of the remnant of the Rephaim, who lived at Ashtaroth and at Edrei, and ruled over Mount Hermon and Salica, and all Bashan, to the boundary of the Gisharites, Machathites, and over half Gilead, to the boundary of Sihon, king of Heshbon. Moses, the servant of the Lord, and the people of Israel defeated them, and Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave their land for possession to the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh. That coffee is done. Let's go get it. What are you guys are doing during your day? I wonder how you guys sleep. Hopefully you guys sleep pretty well, better than... And me. Using the mug that we got in Zapolineo, the town that your great-grandfather was born in, in Jalisco, Mexico. Your mom just texted me. Where are you? Let's see. I said the office, and your mom just said K. And I said couldn't sleep. And I hope that didn't wake her up more. But she was kind of snoring. And sadly enough, I'm the one that snores terribly until I, I think until I had my my nose surgery last year, but. But, okay. Uh, in a way, like the next. Just kind of feels like we're, I'm reading numbers again, but. Um, uh, okay. Continuing. And these are the kings of the land whom Joshua and the people of Israel defeated on the west side of the Jordan. From And I apologize, children, too, because I'm not going to pronounce these right. From Balgad in the valley of Lebanon to Mount Halak. Uh, that rises towards Seir, and Joshua gave their land to the tribes of Israel as a possession according to their allotments. In the hill country, in the low land, in the Arabah, in the slopes, in the wilderness, and in Negeb, the land of the Hittites, the Amorites, and the Canaanites, the Perizzites, and Hivites, and the Jebusites, the king of Jericho, one, the king of Ai, which is beside Bethel, one, the king of Jerusalem, one, the king of Hebron, one, the king of Jarmuth one, the king of Lachish one, the king of Eglon one, the king of Gizer one, the king of Deber one, and the king of Geder one, the king of Hormath, Hormath, excuse me, one, the king of Arad one, the king of Libna one, the king of Adullam one, 
and the king of Makeda one, the king of Bethel one, the king of Tapua one, the king of Hefer one, the king of Aphek one, the king of Lasharon one, the king of Madan one, the king of Hazor one, the king of Shimron Maran one, the king of Akshaf one, the king of Tanakh one, the king of Megiddo one, these names are sound familiar, the king of Kedesh one, the king of Jokneum in Carmel one, the king of Dor in Napheth, Dor one, the king of Goim in Galilee one, the king of Tirzah one, in all 31 kings, oh, that's chapter 12, you know, um, I wanted to say, uh, no, I guess it doesn't matter. Your mom just texted me. I'm sorry you couldn't sleep. Your mom's a sweetheart. Chapter 13. Now Joshua was old and advanced in years, and the Lord said to him, You are old old and advanced in years, and there remains yet very much land to possess. This is the land that yet remains. All the regions of the Philistines and all those of the Gersherites from the Shur, which is east of Egypt, northward to the boundary of Ekron, it is counted as Canaanite. There are five rulers of the Philistines, those of Gaza, Ashdod, Ashkelon, Gath, and Ekron, and those of the Avim in the south, all the land of the Canaanites, and Mira, that belong to the Sidian, Sidonians, to Aphek, to the boundary of the Amorites, the land of the Jebelites, or the Gebelites, and all Lebanon, toward the sunrise, from Balgad below, Mount Hermon to Lebo Hamath, all the inhabitants of the hill country from Lebanon to Misrephoth, Maim, even all the Sidonians. I myself will drive them out from before the people of Israel. Only allot the land to Israel for an inheritance, as I have commanded you. Now therefore divide this land for an inheritance to the nine tribes and half the tribe of Manasseh. <clears throat> With the other half of the tribe of Manasseh, the Reubenites and the Gadites received their inheritance, uh, which Moses gave them beyond the Jordan eastward, as Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave them from Aror, which is on the edge of the valley of Arnon, and the city that is in the middle of the valley, and all the tableland of the Medeba, as far as Dibon, and all the cities of Sihon, king of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon, as far as the boundary of the Ammonites and Gilead, and the region of the Geshurites and Machathites, and all, the, and all Mount Hermon, and all Bashan and Salaka, all the kingdom of Og and Bashan, who reigned in Ashtaroth and the Edri, he alone was left in the remnant of the Rephaim. These Moses had struck and driven out, yet the people of Israel did not drive out the Gersherites or the Machathites, but Geshur and Makath dwell in the midst of Israel to this day. To the tribe of Levi alone Moses gave no inheritance. The offerings by fire to the Lord God of Israel are their inheritance, as he said to them. And Moses gave an inheritance to the tribe of the people of Reuben, according to their clans. So their territory was from Aror, which is on the edge of the valley of the Arnon, and the city that is in the middle of the valley, and all the tableland by Medeba, with Heshbon and all cities that are in the tableland, Dibon, Bamoth Baal, Beth Baal Meon, and Jahaz, Kedemoth, and Mephath and Kiriathim, and Sibma, Zelashahar, and the hill of the valley, and the Beth Peor, and the slopes of Pisgah, Beth Jeshemoth, uh, that is, all the cities of the tableland, and 
and the kingdom of Sihon, king of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon, who Moses defeated with the leaders of Midian, <clears throat> Evi, Rechem, Zer, Hur, and Reba, the princes of Sihon, who lived in the land. Balaam, also the son of Beor, the one who practiced divination, was killed with the sword by the people of Israel, among the rest of their slain. In the border of the people of Reuben was the Jordan as a boundary. This was the inheritance of the people of Reuben, according to their clans, with cities and villages. Moses gave an inheritance also to the tribe of Gad, to the people of Gad, according to their clans, their territory with Jazer, all the cities of Gilead, and half the land of the Ammonites, to Aror, which is east of Rabbah, and from Heshbon to Ramath Mizpah, uh, Betanin, and from Menaim, uh, Ma, yeah, to the territory of Deborah, and all the valley of Beth Haram, Beth Nimrah, Sukkoth, Zaphon, and the rest of the kingdom of Sihon, king of Heshbon, having the Jordan as a boundary, to the lower end of the Sea of Chinnereth, eastward beyond the Jordan. This is, this is the inheritance of the people of Gad, according to their clans, with their cities and villages. And Moses gave an inheritance to the half-tribe of Manasseh. It was allotted to the half-tribe of the people of Manasseh, according to their clans. Their region extended from Menaim through all Bashan, the whole kingdom of Og, king of Bashan, and all the towns of Jair, which are in Bashan, sixty cities, and half Gilead, and Ashtaroth, and Edri, cities of the kingdom of Og, and Bashan. These were allotted to the people of Machir, the son of Manasseh, for half the people of Machir, according to their clans. Uh, these are the inheritances that Moses distributed in the plains of Moab, beyond the Jordan east of Jericho. But to the tribe of Levi, Moses gave no inheritance. The Lord God of Israel is their inheritance, just as he said to them. Let's see. The way these chapters are reading, it may seem boring just to see, oh, who's getting what land and from where. And, you know, it's not, you know, this isn't, it may seem dry and boring. And, oh, this person got this and these people got these, this land and from here to there. But... The way I read these, it it's almost sounds like a legal description of property. And I deal with that all the time in what I do. And it's quite literally, it sounds like this, you know. It describes a tract of land and then like 400 feet east, uh, 30 degrees southwest, you know, and I describe this area. And sometimes it's, it's more anecdotal, like it's not as precise but but it's um that's how i'm reading these chapters here's god explaining what everybody's going to get in the 12 tribes of israel and anyone else who's created a treaty or you know um so it's it, it may come across to you as boring uh, but it really isn't and I'm tempted to, like, keep reading until, you know, I'm just kind of, like, skimming. Um, it seems like the rest of Joshua is going to be, like, what's getting allotted. Uh, at least the next eight chapters, which I'm not going to read eight chapters right now. But um, what I'm telling you, though, is this, this is not, don't be bored from it. Um, the Bible's not boring. It's some, you know, sometimes like, ah, why do I care? Uh, these, these, 
But you know why you should care? Because these lands are still there to this day. And a lot of times people would be like, oh, well, the Bible isn't true. Well, that, that never happened. Or, you know, there's, there's biblical archaeology. And one of my Bibles, which I'll give to one of you kids, is the Archaeological Study Bible. And it has a ton of articles about ruins that will prove these verses. Not like, the, I don't know, the verses of Joshua, but the verses in the very old, Old Testament. Um, they, they back them up. And what are the chances of that, unless it's true? You know, so I want you to keep that in mind. Chapter 14. I'm going to have a sip of this coffee. It's good coffee. Um, these are the inheritances that the people of Israel received in the land of Canaan, which Eliezer, the priest, and Joshua, the son of Nun, and the heads of the father's house, the tribes of the people of Israel gave them to inherit. Their inheritance was by lot, just as the Lord had commanded by the hand of Moses for the nine and one-half tribes. For Moses had given an inheritance to the two and one-half tribes beyond the Jordan. But to the Levites, he gave no inheritance among them, for the people of Joseph were two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim. And no portion was given to the Levites in the land, but only cities to dwell in with their pasture lands for their livestock and their substance. The people of Israel did as the Lord commanded Moses. They allotted the land. Then the people of Judah came to Joshua at Gilgal, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Ken. Kenizzite said to him, You know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, in Kadesh Barnea, concerning you and me. I was forty years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land, and I brought him word again, as it was in my heart. But my brothers who went up with me made the heart of the people melt, yet I wholly followed the Lord my God. And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land on which your foot has trodden shall be an inheritance for you and your children forever, because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive, just as he said these forty year, 45 years, since the time that the Lord spoke this word to Moses, while Israel walked in the wilderness. And now, behold, I am this day 85 years old. I am still as strong today as I was the day that Moses sent me. My strength now is at is as my strength was then, for war and for going and coming. So now give me this hill country of which the Lord spoke on that day, for you heard on that day how the Anakim were there with great fortified cities. It might be that the Lord will be with me, and I shall drive them out just as the Lord said. Then Joshua blessed him and gave him Hebron, to, and then he gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, for an inheritance. Therefore Hebron became an inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, to this day, because he wholly followed the Lord, the God of Israel. Now the name of Hebron formerly was Kiriath Arba. Arba was the greatest man among the Anakim, and the land had rest from war. I love that story of Caleb. <coughs> it's a great story. And, you know, um, I can only imagine like this 85-year-old guy coming to Joshua because he probably knows Joshua's giving out, uh, he's allotting land to people in all these tribes. These nine and a half tribes, though. The other tribes have already been allotted land. And uh, Caleb seem, doesn't seem like a, like a 
jerk. He just seems like, you know, this is what I did. Um, and I, I'm asking that, that I get this inheritance. And it's not, I'm sure it's not just for him. He's doing it because he wants it for his family. I mean, he's 85. How many more years can he live? Who know? I mean, I, I don't even know what the life expectancy was back then. It couldn't have been around 50. It had to be kind of weird, all these people living this long, but, um, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe people live really long. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just rambling. So, I don't know if I should keep, if I should read through 15. Maybe I will. Um, it's the allotment for Judah. Um, the tribe of which David comes out of, and also Jesus. Let me take some sips. Um, let's see. Five, oh, can I text for? Oh, great. I guess I can't sleep now. Your mom just texted me. That's not going to be good. Great, I have to deal with her being upset all day. Well, this is going to be great. Uh, this will be fine. Let's see. How much time do we... I'm gonna pause on on uh, on fifteen because we're already at twenty minutes, and the last podcast I said it was like nine. You know, just the telling the cute story. So, so, anyways, oh, tired. Pray for me, kids. It's gonna be a rough day if your mom can't sleep. I tried very hard not to wake her, but anyways, I love you, kids. I love you. With all my heart, please get along with each other and love each other. Support each other. And I'm not talking about financially. I'm just talking about support each other and and, and what you guys are doing. So long as it isn't like some sinful activity. And uh, if I'm not around, or your mom is, you know, if you guys are listening to this, like when you're in college or older, you know, take care of your mom. Okay. It's very important to take care of her. I'm in a few weeks we're gonna have my dad's services. And he did a good job taking care of my mom. And my stepmom did a good job taking care of my dad. But what I'm telling you is, you know. And if your mom's gone and I'm not, you know, check in on me. You don't have to house me. Just call me once a week and I'll and I'll try and call you. A lot more than that, but but anyways, live your lives, honor God, and uh, in everything you do, do it for the kingdom and the King. Alone in my sorrow and dead in my sin, lost without hope of no place to begin. Your love made a way to let mercy come in When death was arrested and my life began Ash was redeemed, only beauty remains And my orphan heart was given a name My morning grew quiet, my feet rose to dead when death was arrested and my life began oh.
But then she- 